Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast. I'm Rafaela and this is Selma. Hi guys, hola. Que pasa? Should we give them a little Spanish lesson? Oh my, <laughs> do you think I can? Not at all. Well, actually I'm gonna study Spanish soon. Really? Yeah. When do you start? Uh, tomorrow I'm going with my friend, like one of Hamza's friends. We're gonna study together. And uh, okay. it's like the school that's just oh, right here. Oh, the school. You're actually yeah. gonna go to the school. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's, it's about time. Is Telma about also time. going? She was supposed to, but she's not gonna. Oh, yeah. okay, but she's quite busy though. She's really busy, yeah. So she's just gonna have it on the back burner until she, I don't know, hopefully yeah. she's gonna learn you know, in it, life. It's so funny. My friend just texted me about the podcast and she was like, oh my God, I'm gonna get a journal. And then like <sighs> you and Telma. <laughs> <laughs> what what Tel- is with these names? You guys oh have really inspired God. me. And I was just laughing. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Not so, even. Oh my Selma God. has a sister called Telma, yeah. and we like we talk about her all the time. We've mentioned her so many times, many many <laughs> shout outs. Yeah, and even like a listener got confused. Imagine like a listener that doesn't even she probably doesn't even follow me I on don't Instagram. Think she knows you guys like oh personally. God. I it's and been like this my whole them. life, and I was just like, oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, but yeah, she said she's gonna get a journal and the tongue scraper. I got I actually a few people it. asking about the tongue scraper. I told scraper. you. Did you not link it? Like no, I, I haven't. You? I haven't oh, put up a do link it. yet, but you I should, should do, it. do it. Oh my god, it's just everything. I really want to hear people's feedback, like yeah. once they start and how they feel afterwards. I, I don't know if Telma has even ordered ours, but she's I sent gonna it do to it. her. I yeah, sent her. She's gonna do it because I'm curious about it. It's honestly six euros, but it's yeah. so worth it. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely try it out. For I'm gonna sure. ask Telma, like, remind me actually. I'm gonna ask her as soon as we finish recording <laughs> this one. <laughs> I but... will let her know. <laughs> so, what have you been up to these days? Uh, just got back from my trip. Woo! Went to Berlin. Yay, Berlin. <laughs> How it was, was so much it? fun. It was a little bit cold, but I think oh, yeah. it was nice. I really like the city. It's a little bit like dirty and messy but it has like character Mm -hmm. it's it's cool it's super cool um now with my friend yeah i had like really good quality time with her and my other best friend we had this kind of girls trip and also went to voguing ball like i was telling you before it was so fun but yeah it was cool it was really cool and i got my new balance shoes no you didn't tell me oh my god where did you find them i found them on online yesterday (gasps) but it's like not it's a it's still the 5 30 but it's like a different one but it it still looks super cool you have to show me yeah i'm gonna show you when i arrive no it's when it arrives it's gonna arrive in like four to six days so oh my I'm very excited. God. I've been like kind of on a shopping spree. Finally, since I was talking about it on the podcast, I need to. Um, I feel like I always put it on the back burner to do mm. things for myself mm-hmm. because I'm constantly just reinvesting everything mm-hmm. that I earned back in the business. So I had the same shoes for like two years, which I still love and I appreciate it. But it really yeah. was coming to the time yeah. that I really needed to get new ones because there were like many holes and things. So... But yeah, anyways, you know, went on this trip, got some shoes, bought sunglasses today. Wow. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm just you like, deserve it. a little bit for myself Aww. is not going to take it away no, from anything exactly. else. And it's also kind of self-care to, mm-hmm. uh, 
show yourself you've done good so you deserve it kind of yeah that's what i tell myself you know <laughs> and you're like telling me yeah <laughs> i'm the worst friend when it comes to these things people are like i should i buy this jacket i'm like definitely yes. definitely you should <laughs> not so funny my friend in berlin was also the same she's like when people go shopping with me they always spend more than than they were hoping for yeah. because she's always like yes buy this buy that yes this Yeah, it's so positive. I love it. (laughs) Not for the wallet, but for everything else. Yeah. What about you? What should we not do? What have you? Well, I can't even remember. What did I do? Going to coffee shopping today. Yes, I met Elsa. We went for coffee and took. uh, Where did you guys go? uh, We went for like it's called Nomad Coffee. I think I've passed by. Yeah, it's like. Pretty like up high in uh, Bourne, right? Mm-hmm. Be- like right before you go to a Champlain. Is it near um, Passage Picasso? Passage Picasso? Uh, it... I can't remember what street that is. Mm-hmm. But it's kind. Of, to be honest, like we were kind of disappointed, but because we oh, thought really? we were going to a super aesthetic and cute coffee place where we could sit down and and talk, you know. Yeah. But you barely can sit there, and it's basically mm-hmm. just if you're like a coffee pervert, it's perfect for you. If you like really love, like you know exotic coffees but like which i do but like more if i'm up for tasting or something like that Mm. but we were just gonna talk and have coffee so we were literally like okay where should we sit and then we (laughs) walked and we saw like a super nice super cute cafe like super close to this one and we were like should we just get a cake here and sit down (laughs) and we did that so yeah the the situation was saved kind of it was super nice but yeah this weekend I went to a Halloween party and... Did you dress up as anything? Uh, actually, me, Telma, my boyfriend and his friend, we... Because we weren't even... First of all, we weren't even sure if we were going. Like, because we... Like, Hamza was working and Telma needed to study and I didn't want to go alone. And then we decided to go, but maybe not dress up for it because it was just like such a short period. Then nice. me and Telma, we were like, okay, let's go. Let's do it good. And we decided to be like 70s pimps and their hosts. <laughs> That's like, did you have everything here like no that's the thing we were like what can we use that is only related to our clothes and accessories and that's okay, literally that's nice. did you see the photo on instagram yeah i think i saw yeah. it yeah <laughs> the boys actually they looked amazing but yeah. like everybody was like selma you literally just dressed like it's fashion yeah. week and i was like uh, no it's, yeah. it's a costume <laughs> with your own clothes yeah <laughs> style differently exactly yeah style differently but yeah we, oh cool that's nice yeah we had a nice time but otherwise yeah i've just Amazing. been working yeah all right so for this week's episode we're gonna talk about lessons that we've learned in mm-hmm. our early 20s yes maybe through our mistakes maybe not but if we learn anything yeah. from it then it's not a mistake it's a lesson that exactly. we re- we learn and we can always reframe that way of thinking yeah, because I don't believe in regretting anything, not even mistakes, like kind of, because I mean, it led you to where you are now in some kind of way. For sure. Mm-hmm. Love it. So Selma is going to begin. Yes. So I've thought about this and I was like, okay, first of all, I was like, you know what? I don't regret anything. I have no lessons. And I was like, okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> but I oh have, I have some and I thought about this in a way, like, what would I want to have heard when I was around 20, 21, 22, 3? And these are the things that I would tell myself at that age. So, 
first was first two are actually related to like ex boyfriends mm-hmm. because for me they're super important because I was in such a long toxic relationship and I learned a lot obviously from that. And first one is to try friends with benefit benefits with an ex or have sex with an ex. Something I would not recommend. Okay. <laughs> At the time, like wow. Okay. Yeah. Not okay. So not having sex with an ex. Yeah. So lesson learned: do not do it. Okay. And like the thing is, when I was going when at that period this. in my life, when I was I was I'm gonna say deciding to go for trying to have friends with benefits with my ex like i remember asking a lot of friends like even like male friends and telma and other friends they were all like oh my god no huge mistake don't do it huge mistake don't do it and i was like i mean mm-hmm. it's fine it's fine i mean it's uh like nine months since we broke up it's fine oh my god it's not fine yeah. <laughs> at all especially after a long almost seven year complicated toxic relationship it just the relationship between us became so much more different kind of toxic in a way that we were friends with benefits still had feeling like it's, it was just so toxic then so that's a lesson learned for me i think Definitely. if you do it then it just prolongs the breakup it hundred percent makes it like go even yeah. longer and longer and long, longer exactly. than it's supposed to be for me i think the only thing i learned from that was the fact that this person because going into this friends with benefits i i knew i had feelings you know but then like at these like i don't know two three months when it was going on i somehow outgrew that feeling and i was like wow i don't like this person anymore like we have really we, we are so different like i have so outgrown this person i just don't like the person that he has become and i don't think that my personality fits him anymore do you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's hard to explain like i just for me, it made me realize how people just grow apart. And yeah. you should just really, really accept that and just move on, but away from each other, yeah. you know? So we Preferably can... another country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. what I've done every time. Really? Breaking up, goodbye. Oh yeah, like at that time. <laughs> so and then I moved to Barcelona, ciao. But yeah, so that's no, a big literally, lesson. Literally, I'm just realizing now that every time I've broken up with all of my three exes, I've moved away. Oh my god. Literally. But it's, it's like a new fresh start. It really is. Like, it helps yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. It helped mm. so much. And Iceland is a small country, so honestly, I feel like it helped a lot. Other Like, really. I, just, I know it's a mindset, but still. Mm-hmm. It, it was a fresh start. But yeah, so the next one is related to this as well, but this is more like when you're in the relationship, and it's like know your self-worth. And leave a relationship when you're not being treated right. And I really, really was... I'm not going to say I wish I had done that, but I wish I had realized that instead of always trying to fight for the good small things, which I thought were bigger than the bad things, but it's really not. Because you always like try to make it more beautiful in your head, like try to, I don't know, make the situation better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you get stuck course. in this wish yeah. cycle without realizing it's bad for both of you, you know? So I wish I had realized that mm-hmm. because it takes two to tango and a toxic relationship, you know, it's mm-hmm. both of the people. So it's obviously bad for both persons. But yeah, so know when to leave is a big, big lesson that I wish somebody, somebody would have told me. Yeah, I think it's so hard to, to know when to leave. But I think when you start having doubts, mm. 
it's a good time to start really thinking Definitely. about it and being like just diving deeper in yeah, the relationship 100%. and just thinking like is this really what i want mm-hmm. is this relationship fulfilling me yeah um do i see myself with this person in 10 years do we exactly. have the same values exactly. are do are we wanting the same things for our future and yeah. you know you just have to really think about it and yeah and i remember like not remember but like i have so many often heard like now in podcasts and youtube and stuff like that like when you literally when it crosses your mind like do i want to be with this person that's the point where you actually should leave the relationship mm-hmm. if you're thinking about it it means you should that's mm-hmm. what i have learned and today i'm like well that's so true like kind of in my opinion like if it's already on your mind it's probably going to be there for a while you know i think it i feel like sometimes you could have doubt because i have friends who have had struggles in the relationships and mm-hmm. have wanted to leave but then sometimes you are going through something and Definitely, you're still like you're yeah. dealing just with something i don't know if we can say that that's always the, always the case you think yeah. about it and it's like boom no. but i think if you if yourself you yourself you're going mm-hmm. through a hard time and then maybe you are projecting that onto the other person and you're not yes, dealing with definitely. your own issues. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not even the fault of your partner that That's you feel that definitely. way that you, that you want to leave, you know. And then yeah. you can sometimes, okay, come back to yourself mm-hmm. or your partner comes back to himself. And then, yeah, there's a I think it's just there. like, it's about being honest with one another and mm-hmm. sharing yeah. where you are in your evolution as a person and your personal growth. If you are going through a hard time and if you can express that to the other person mm-hmm. and be honest with the other person. And they respect you. And they respect the you and reciproc- reciprocate that then. Mm-hmm. No, thousand percent, obviously, when it's mm-hmm. totally related to how you feel, that's also different, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's more of like when you're not being treated right or disrespected. Yeah, for sure. Know? Then that's a hundred percent. hundred percent. But yeah, then it's also the lesson of number three. It's okay to outgrow people. I definitely think that's something that's being so normalized right now Mm -hmm. in today's society, which is so good because you always have this like feeling like, oh, like we talked about this, I think, in the Mm -hmm. self-love podcast, like of the feeling of when you have like a person that you've known for so many years and you're like it's draining to literally meet them they're super negative or they you just in total just have outgrown each other it's okay you know mm-hmm. like just normalize that it's okay to outgrow people and just go separate ways for you don't sure. need to continue you know spending time just for the sake of being there you mm-hmm. know being friends or whatever you know that's, i think yeah, I think when you're younger, especially in high school, you're kind of friends with these people because they're the people that are given to you for exactly. you to be friends with in your school setting, mm. which is where you usually meet your friends. Yeah. It, I mean, other people have other things that they do outside of school, like they have dance, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But most people, mm-hmm. I would say, probably don't, you know, have much else going on other yeah. than high school and their high school friends doing this you know yeah. early early teens um and you just friends with these people because you have to be yeah. friends with them and i honestly have maybe one two three friends from my high school today mm-hmm. and at that time in high school you know i was friends with so many people and yeah. blah 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 whatever but like now i've just grown completely in a different path exactly. and not 
saying that I'm better than anybody. I'm just saying we're just on different paths exactly. and we just have different outgrown, values, different things. Outgrown each other, mm-hmm. like you're saying. And mm-hmm. I think it's hard to grasp because you feel like I remember my best friend from high school, one of them, she moved away and she went to Montreal for school. And I remember feeling so sad about this friendship that had just kind of disappeared with the time mm. and the distance and this and I remember just wanting to keep that friendship alive but it was just like we just grew yeah. apart like of course I love her till this day and I'll never forget yeah, the time that we always, had yeah you always respect the person and feel love for her but you know it's just like it's hard to keep up because we're living in different cities mm. and it's been now what 10 years that we've mm-hmm. not lived in the same city and you also organically yeah. outgrow the people in yeah. your life and I think it's I think it's okay it's okay I mean as long as you're respectful and kind then it's okay you know mm-hmm. but number four it's okay to change your mind and I think this nice. is really important and I have like I have not struggled with this point that I'm making now which is like I feel people often go to university and either they finish the degree or not they just feel this thing that they have to finish what they started, even though maybe they don't even have interest in pursuing that career anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I have a friend back in Iceland that struggles a lot with this. And hopefully, like thankfully today she actually did it though. She changed careers and chose another bachelor to do and she's way more passionate about it. But I feel people are so stuck in this like, oh, I made this decision. I have to pull through. I have to do it. You know what I mean? And then they just, I think it's also like kind of like what it was like back in the days. Like, you literally just work for the case of being working instead of pursuing your passion or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. so normalized that work was not fun or your passion. Yeah. So I think that's kind of like, it's okay to change your mind. Like, I have a bachelor in psychology. I have a master in HR and I'm going to do a master in fashion. It's so <laughs> random. But at the same time, I'm so thankful in for psychology. all of these. Yeah. What? Yes. I didn't even know. Really? I need a therapy okay. session yes. after this. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> it's like blind leading the blind. I love this sentence, literally. Oh my god. No, but everyone needs a therapy. It's it's so healthy. Mm-hmm. But number five, the last one for me is go for your dreams, even though they may seem unrealistic. And that's a huge one for me because when I that's actually the reason I went to into psychology to begin with because that was at the time the most like realistic thing for me to do I've actually loved psychology my whole life though and I still to do this day but like I really didn't see myself though sitting in a chair and listening to some people's problems every single day you know mm-hmm. at all and um and then I also wanted to go into like more criminal psychology and stuff like that or fashion but both these things didn't seem realistic in Iceland at all. So mm-hmm. I was like, no, it doesn't make sense. I will not do it, you know. And that's also why I chose HR. Because that was something, if I was going to live in Iceland, that made most sense. It's high-paid job. Mm. It's kind of a secure job. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do that. But then I was like, when then I moved here to Barcelona. And I was like, <laughs> I love fashion. Why not just go for it? Why am I deciding? I'm literally just deciding that I will not make it and that's so negative yeah. like why yeah and yeah so I just decided to pursue a what career in love? fashion which I love and I no, hope for the best I, for me <laughs> I honestly have no doubt that you'll be successful in fashion Aww. because you are naturally so stylish Aww. and <laughs> 
<laughs> I just think that if you were to do anything else, you would be doing a disservice to the world, to yourself, oh, because you. truly, it's what you're gifted in, and you should do nothing else but what you are gifted and that's what true. you love. Yeah, that's really true. Definitely.、And、you know, that's my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So let's go for yours. Oh my God! Your five Now, lessons from your early twenties. Let's have another plot twist. Oh my lord! Okay, so originally when we were talking about doing this segment, well, this podcast episode, we were talking about mistakes that we made、mm-hmm. and the lessons that we learned. So I wrote all the mistakes I made. Oh wow! <laughs> Is it a long list? And I'm just no, not all the mistakes. Okay, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that, that must have took at least a week. <laughs> like, not that you make mistakes, but people make a lot of、I'm、mistakes. Guys, okay, no, guys, that's hilarious. Not all, but all the five ones that I made, and、okay. I wanted to also say preface and say that these are a few that I've prepared, but there's so much、oh. more. Definitely, definitely, and also I'm super excited for when we are going to share very soon what the community has shared yes, yeah, on yeah. our stories because、mm-hmm. so much of what they said I relate to and、me、I had、too. forgone、mm-hmm. and I was like yes you brought this back <laughs> and I'm like oh my god so I'm super excited about what's coming next me too but now let's go to the mistakes that I've made and the lessons that I've learned okay. So the first one I have here is not speaking my truth and people pleasing. Love that. That's good. And for me, this showed up in a way that I would just say, let's say somebody said something to me that I didn't agree.、Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but a lot of the time, I would just be like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Yes, I am.、Um... Yes, I'm sorry. This, yeah, like, oh yeah, no, you're right, you're right.、Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?、Mm-hmm. Just. Definitely. Just letting yourself go to be able to please another、yeah. person and like not having these uncomfortable conversations and avoiding these、yeah. kind of things. I used to do that a lot. You know, if you're、mm. a person like most people that don't like conflict, I hate conflict. I try to avoid、mm. it as much as I can. And you know, somebody says something and you have a different opinion instead of voicing your different、yeah. opinion, you're just gonna be like, you know what? I'm just gonna agree or just say yes or whatever because. You just rather not have、yeah. the the hard conversation, but I've realized that the more you respect yourself, the more you don't people please. The more、mm-hmm. you put yourself first,、mm-hmm. the more people respect you,、Definitely. and the more they see you as somebody who has your own voice. Yeah, and you seem stronger, more powerful. And、100%. that was like that was a big lesson that I learned through a very toxic friendship. And I realized, wow! If only I would have just stood up for myself and spoken、mm. my truth, and not just said yes, I'm sorry, yes, whatever,、mm-hmm. then none of it would have happened. But again, I had to have that experience to be able、yeah. to have oh definitely this lesson learned、exactly. today to share with you all.、Yeah. But I think. The more you respect yourself, the、mm. more people respect you, and、oh, that's something. That is extremely valuable、mm-hmm. and also super attractive. I would、mm-hmm. say. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like、mm-hmm. I'm attracted to people who respect themselves. Yeah, me too. Everybody is. Everybody, Everybody is. You know what、mm-hmm. I mean. Like you meet somebody who knows himself, respects himself,、mm-hmm. and you're just like, yes. 
Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like, you're like kind of just unconsciously want to be around that people as well. Mm-hmm. You really want to vibrate with them because the vibration is so high, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we, I don't know, I just feel like it's, it's just something that I really try to practice now. Mm-hmm. And of course it can be hard sometimes you don't, you don't want to. I mean, I'm talking about having hard conversations. Sometimes it can be hard to disagree with people but I think it's really important to little by little, if you if you're really in the beginning phase of people mm. pleasing, to just little by little voice your opinion here and there and yeah. kind of like stand up for yourself and do these kind of things like one step at a time because then it gives you the practice that you need to continue doing it over and over again mm-hmm. until it becomes just like who you are. Yeah. And period. Definitely. That's a good point. All right, so that was one of them. <laughs> the next one is something a little bit less exciting, but, well, it's just being my worst critic. I think I spent so many uh, years being my worst critic. Yeah, I think everybody can relate to that. It's just, like, and the way that I have reframed that and the work that I've done in order to shift this worst critic, it's realizing that I have to be my own best friend Mm -hmm. and this is the lesson that I I learned I have to be my own best friend because if I'm not my own best friend then who who is going to want to be friends with me or whatever I mean yes many people will Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's just I get to live with myself 24 hours Mm -hmm. a day and if I'm not feeling good about myself if I'm always criticizing myself then that is going to reflect on the way that I treat other people and then it's kind of like and the way that people treat me as well. Definitely, yeah. Unconsciously, mm-hmm. these things are happening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I went through so many friendships, especially with girls that treated me so much like shit. Oh. And I think it was because I wasn't yeah. in a place to be the woman that I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And I was criticizing myself. So I was meeting with women that were mm-hmm. criticizing me. And then you seem like an easy target for them as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you seem like an easy target for them to be like, oh, I can see that you're weak. So I'm going to poke at you. Exactly. That's you how know? these people work. They really do. And I think that if we would just try and become our own best friends, because the way that we talk to ourselves sometimes mm-hmm. is way harsher than we talk with other people. Definitely. I always, I love the sentence when you're like, like, that you talked like that, that way to your best friend and you're like, oh, hell no. Like, literally, mm-hmm. then why are you talking like that with yourself, you know? And just like thinking about it. Okay, right now I'm not really, really being my, you know, my good friend. So how can I change the th- the thoughts that I'm having and change me these thoughts and putting better thoughts? Mm. It's just everything is about practice. And I think when I made the decision I'm going to become my own best friend, it wasn't like, oh, okay, now I'm my own best friend. It was was fucking work that I had to do. And it's every time you think something negative about yourself, you have to change that thought into something positive about Mm -hmm. yourself. And it's exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting. If you're always criticizing yourself and you have to do that every single moment that you have a new thought that you're criticizing yourself, it's just like, oh my God, can this be over? But little (laughs) by little, you start doing that in you start seeing progress and results and then you're like okay I can keep going and I can do this and I really make the effort to stop my negative self-talk and change the the thoughts that I'm having to better ones because I've just seen the changes that have happened in my life through this practice Mm -hmm. 
and how much better you feel as well. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so true. So that's another lesson. Don't be too critical of yourself and try to be your own best friend. Another one that I had was caring too much about what other people think. Oh, uh, wow. I should have put that as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of my biggest one. Wow, it's so true. Just like anything I would do, I'd be like, what is going to people, people going to think of me? Can I do this? What people are going to think mm. of me? It's just like always having back of your mind, yeah. like, what are people thinking of me? And it's mm. like, no, nobody's fucking thinking no, about they're you. they're thinking about themselves. Everybody's thinking about themselves. And that's what I realized too. I was like, I think about myself 24-7. Why would somebody else differently think exactly. about me 24-7? Nobody's thinking about me yeah. more than 10 seconds if they're thinking about me at all. Exactly. Like, don't flatter yourself. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> cal- calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Take a chill pill. Exactly. And I just realized that and I was like, wow, this is kind of sad, but it's amazing. It's great. Nobody's thinking about me. Whatever. I yeah. feel better now. Exactly. Anyways, <laughs> nobody's thinking about me. Exactly. No. But I think I remember even wanting to make clothes, wanting to sew, wanting to start making things and thinking about what are people going to think of me. Mm-hmm. And I remember when they lost the suitcase for me, it was like, boom, now I have an excuse. Nobody's going to ask me why I'm uh, sewing now yeah. because I lost my suitcase. Wow. And obviously, the thing to do is get a sewing machine and exactly. start making clothes. Like, what? You always, <laughs> still, yeah, you wow. Know, I mean, it still didn't make sense because it's like, it's not like somebody would lose a suitcase and get a sewing no, machine. Like, and that's, that's the automatic <laughs> thing that anybody else would no. do, you know. But for me, it was like, okay, perfect. Yeah. Now I have an excuse nobody's going to ask me why I'm sewing because, well, yeah, not, but it's just an excuse now that I have because of the suitcase that was lost. And I remember just thinking this in hindsight and realizing, wow, this whole time I've been stopping myself from pursuing my creative endeavors because I've been so worried about what others were going to think. And I can relate like, you know, (laughs) yeah. And I'm just like, wow absolutely not Mm -hmm. this is not this is just our own way of sabotaging ourselves and Mm -hmm. keeping us in this you know small place comfort safe yeah safe in your comfort zone because you're just too afraid to go out there and yeah pursue your thing so you start making all these things up and like thinking Mm -hmm. about what others are going to think of you and it's just like no like i remember i learned this quote like a long time ago which was like what other people think of you is none of your business which is so true like it's literally none of your business you just keep doing you no matter what somebody think of thinks of you it's not going to change what you do either way you know shouldn't at least you know so yeah i love that okay this one we talked about it briefly but i think it was such a huge part of my life and my obsession with my body for so many mm. years, I think it's something that really didn't benefit my life or anything at all, as you can probably imagine or feel it yourself. And I just spent so many years so obsessed with how my body looked like. And I remember being in different places, different times, different moments. And just being this beautiful moment and just thinking, 
if I wasn't thinking about my body, this moment would be perfect, but I can't stop thinking about how I look. And because of that, I can't be present in this um, moment. And it's just that's so, so sad. sad. So sad. I, I've, I've been there. I've lost so many memories just by being obsessed with how I looked. And to preface this as well, I think, I don't know if we spoke about this more in depth, but ever since I was young, people always comment on my body. Mm. It was always like, you look like this, you look like that. You're too skinny, you're too fat, you don't have boobs, you don't have a nose, you don't have this, mm. you don't have that. Your hair is this, you that. My whole life, it was like the most exciting thing for people to do is talk about my body. Yeah. Naturally, not knowing any better as a young teen, mm-hmm. I then took everything that these people are saying as truth and i started obsessing about everything that i learned and then i older as i got older and (laughs) as of recently you know maybe like a year ago or so that's when i really realized where all of this obsession had come from Mm -hmm. and i realized that i didn't come into this life obsessed with my body i became obsessed with my body because people taught me how to be that way by the way they were talking to me and treating me as a body yeah and i'm like why are people so focused on each other's yeah, bodies? They are, they are. And even to this day, it's like sometimes I meet people and they still want to, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I just know it's it's something that is happening on a global scale mm-hmm. and I'm a part of it. And especially with women, we are so... Our bodies are like this whole thing, like marketing thing and strategy. People are always trying to make us feel better for the way that we look. And it's a billion dollar industry, a trillion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just so present in our Mm -hmm. society and we can Mm -hmm. feel it. I can see it in my friends, the way they talk about themselves. I can just feel the energy and Mm -hmm. I was a part of it. I was consumed by that as well. And anyways, if I could have focused less on my body and just on the person that I was, mm-hmm. like the good person that I am, that I know that I am, the good friend that I am, just this person that is so beyond the way she looks. Yeah. And that's the work that I've done, you know, mm-hmm. just healing healing this, this trauma and yeah. all of that body experience. And just realizing, wow, I'm so much more than how I look. Literally, the way I look is nothing. When I die and will be, it's going to be my funeral, whatever. Nobody's going to be like, oh my God, she was looking so cute, her life. And it's like, nobody's going to bring that up. And I want to share that with people as well. It's like for all of us, you know, Mm -hmm. when any of us are not going to be here any longer. Nobody, there's no one person who will have the experience that somebody is going to comment on how their body looked like on their deathbed. It's just like, and then we make it so, something so big and it just held me back for so long. And if I, you know, if I learned anything, it's just not Mm -hmm. to focus on it. And I know it's really hard. Honestly, I know how hard it is. It's easier said than done. It's so much easier said than done. And I have so much compassion for women and for men as well. And just for everybody who struggles with this. But I don't know. I just hope that all of us as a society, as a Mm. globe, as a humanity, if we Mm. all could focus less on the way that we looked, I think we would live (laughs) much better lives. And 
I yeah. just hope that we'll get there. Let's definitely go deeper in this with another episode. Yeah. Like dedicated to this subject because it's a huge one. Yeah. And I'm I can down. relate a lot. I'm down. I have lots of things to share <laughs> <laughs> from my own experience. And another one that I wanted to share for the lessons learned, and this is going to also circle back with other other things that I've said, but it's judging other people. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. mistakes that I made or lessons that I've learned is that sometimes... This showed up a lot in in my spiritual self mm-hmm. and also in the body as well. Just like judging other people. But then now reflecting back is that I judged other people because I judged myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that judgment was coming from me. Yeah. And sometimes I was unaware of that. And I remember just like judging myself for the things that I was eating and then unconsciously judging another person for what they Uh, were eating as well. And it's hard for me to admit this, Mm -hmm. but I want to admit it because now I have realized where the root of Mm -hmm. it comes from and it was nothing about the other person. It was all about me. And all these thoughts were happening unconsciously Mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes we can get trapped into Mm -hmm. these judging of another person, but then... If we only leave it at that level, you're forgetting to do the deeper work, which is reflecting that mm-hmm. back onto you. So, so many times I've been judging another person and then realizing, oh shit, the reason why I'm doing that is mm-hmm. because I actually judged that in me. Yeah. And especially like when it came to food, let's say somebody was eating a burger, I would be judging that person eating a burger. And it was oh because I was judging myself yeah. for not eating the burger and or like wanting to eat the yeah, burger but at the same but time like, i cannot have this burger exactly. and it's like why are you eating this burger and i was like no you are the one not eating mm-hmm. the burger because you have an obsession with the food that you're not eating and you're judging the other person and i'm just like it's crazy this is insane yeah. and it also in the spiritual community i think when you have this spiritual awakening like i had um you start becoming really judgmental of other people who are not Mm -hmm. on this spiritual realm. And you think, I'm so much better than these Mm -hmm. people because now I know the truth and they don't know anything. So you don't know anything. I know everything. And it's like, it sounds ridiculous. I think some people become so pretentious kind of. I feel, and it's like this spiritual ego that exists and it's so prominent in our society and the spiritual communities. And, I, it's so funny because the most spiritual thing is to love and accept others the mm-hmm. way they are. Yeah. Yet spiritual communities tend to judge mm-hmm. everyone else for not definitely. being who they are. Exactly. Definitely. And it's like, why are you judging me for what you're preaching and at, yeah. and you just say intellectually one thing but mm-hmm. acting another way? Anyway, so that was like. That that's how it mainly showed up mm. in my life, and I could see, you know, in hindsight, wow, I was so judgmental of this person because of actually they were reflecting back to me what mm. what my shortcomings yeah. were, mm-hmm. and it's just really good to realize and just to think, you know, if anyone's listening, if you 
if you're judging another person, maybe just take a moment and be like, hmm, I can... And it's also about having compassion with yourself yeah. as well. You know, think about it like, hmm, I see myself judging this other person. Not get mad at you or be upset with you. Try to neglect your thoughts. It's just like, I can see myself judging this other person. I wonder what that says about me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? like, and then just and be just curious. worry about your own self. Like, don't be worried about some what somebody else is doing. Like, it's none yeah. of your business, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's kind of the same of judging people. Also, what I can relate to this is also, like, I used to gossip a lot. Like... Mm-hmm like not recently but like uh, many years ago i used to do that a lot and worry like kind of judge people as well mm-hmm. and i feel like that's kind of like a mistake that i did because gossiping is the most toxic thing ever and i don't know yeah. i just don't like it i Negative actually vibes. i've i've thought about this before and i remember just thinking about your our friendship mm. and i'm like i really love our friendship because we never gossip yeah like <laughs> it, ever like ever yeah. we just like you and i never yeah. talk about other people we in never. any gossiping way <laughs> you know so what i mean true. and i, I remember thinking that. about it, it's like i feel like we have a really because we are super tight obviously mm. and but we have like different things going on yeah. in each other's lives yeah. but I know, I think it's quite yeah. cool that we just, like, never We gossip. always talk about something super positive or, like, uplifting. Or, or like, business, like, growing yes. your things. Like, self-development. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Just wholesome life. Yeah. <laughs> For so wholesome. So, and then we get to share with you guys <laughs> yes. every Tuesday on the pod. Exactly. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's go into what the community and uh, our friends and followers said about their lessons i'm All super right. excited Me also too. because we don't even know like we have separate instagrams which we did the, like separately the question box so we don't know what each what other is it, gonna yeah, say yeah so i'm, I'm excited. excited should i start yes. right. okay let me see all right so i'm gonna start with this one so Angelina came with a lot of good points, actually. Uh, She said, send that first text. I totally relate. Speak up if something's not right. Advocate for yourself. And overall, be bold and say what you need in every part of your life. Boys, friends, work, school, ads. Whatever it is, know you deserve the best. And if something is not serving you, don't wait for it to change. Change to yourself. You're powerful. Oh, and get therapy. Oh. (laughs) Yes. I was like, exactly. Like it seemed like it was like literally in her heart, and I was like, wow. I was like, thank you so much for this response. It's amazing. I love it. Thank you, Angelina. I love it. I think it's so true. I've also heard this before. You know, they say when you want to manifest a guy, write a list of all the things that you want him to be, and ten and now whatever. But then they're like. I've seen I've, never heard that. I've seen these YouTube videos and TikToks of manifesting guys, and I'm like, wow, that's You're crazy. Like, How do I do that? But then oh they're like, God. I've heard that you should like write that list and become everything in the list yourself. Oh my god! But the, like, I think like from what she said, like if you want to change another person, just change that in yourself. Uh, or, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that kind it's of kind thing. of the same. Like, yeah, but it makes yeah, sense. Like if you want of... that from another person, you should at least be that yourself. Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's the least you can do. Totally. <laughs> oh, no, I think it's great. All right. Um, Sydney says, when people show you their true nature, believe it. 
For better or for worse. Oh my god. Definitely. This is yeah. huge. This is so true. When literally you... Pe- yeah, when people are showing your thing, like, the real true person, believe it. Because that's literally what they are. And get the fuck away from it. You know? <laughs> if it's believe negative. Them if the it's negative. Time. <laughs> yeah. Believe them the first yes. time. Yes. That's kind of my point. About, yeah. like, when you're not being treated right, leave. Mm-hmm. Leave. Definitely. Okay, next one that I have is from Brindis, which is trust your gut feeling. Yes. I love that. I'm all, I'm so big about intuition. And I think if you ever have a bad feeling, I hate to break it to you, but it's probably right. Yeah. But for me, it's always right, kind of. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I love it. Okay, Soraya says, listening to others more than to myself, especially when it's about me. Oh my God, I le- actually, I had like a whole lesson like a course in the HR management in my master's about literally learning how to be a good listener Mm. and it was one of the most amazing classes I have ever had and everybody like every class student they were like astounding she was literally just teaching us how to be good listeners Mm. and there are like three types of good listeners and I obviously can't remember now but like Listener, exactly. No, it's like uh, number one is the person who's like, mm, 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 mm. that's a good listener. No, number that's the number one. It's not no. a good listener. She's waiting to, she's literally thinking what her response mm. is going to be. So she cannot wait to put that into a discussion. The second one is basically most of people that are kind of in between. They listen, but it's not 100%. And then the third one was, they're super rare to be the third one. And that's kind of like super spiritual listener. And that listener listens with every sensation of the body. body. Like literally. And you can feel the sympathy and empathy from that person. It's amazing. Like I think you can find a TED talk on this. It's super interesting. No, I love it. (laughs) Like really. Okay, so next one. Next one is from Maria. She says she can't be everyone's cup of tea. And that's a huge one. I, I totally it. agree. Yes. And I think like that's something you really gotta just accept as soon as you can. <laughs> yeah, and the, like that goes back to what you said, growing. It's ah, okay to grow okay. apart. Yeah, exactly. Because and also, if people wanna like cut you off from their life, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Respect that because they just outgrew you. You know, yeah. it's nothing personal. It's it's literally their problem. Like yeah. you know, it's not related it's to you. Life. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then here I have Nicole who says that real love is always all around me, even if I'm too blinded by the pain that I felt. I think sometimes you can feel so much pain and then you Mm -hmm. forget that there's love around you. Exactly, that's beautiful. And it's good to be reminded that there's always love around you, even if there's a lot of pain. Exactly. I have... Three, actually, lessons from Bertis. I'm going to read that. Okay. Should I read them all now? Yes. Okay. Everything happens for a reason. And that's actually been my life motto since I can remember. Mm-hmm. Because literally everything happens for a reason. Do you have it tattooed on you? No. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> but I feel like kids that that kind of. Yes. I was <laughs> like, I'll be very It's like here on my butt. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, enjoy where you are at the moment time goes by so fast Mm -hmm. that's so true we are exactly where we are supposed to be in our lives i love that these are amazing ones yeah all right i love that one as well i think uh, 
sometimes you want to rush into things yeah. or we think we're not there yet and we're just exactly. like have i arrived is it too late exactly but it's yeah. not i know yeah we're supposed to where we're supposed to be 100 i remember also like before moving to barcelona i actually knew like almost a year prior before moving so i was living in iceland a year knowing that i was moving to barcelona in a year and i remember like i was really 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 not like in the moment my head was already my heart and head was already in barcelona, in barcelona. <laughs> and also like telma lived there so it was hard to live separately but I remember i was just like really not enjoying my last year in barcelona no in iceland and it was like i don't know i wish i there was actually like a, a person that told me like just be careful like i see that you're not living in the moment and you're basically there already but just mm. remember that life goes fast and you're gonna regret it and i was like wow wow that's cool i yeah. love that yeah that's a good reminder honestly. that was actually my ex-boyfriend but yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay i hate it i don't it's horrible don't take that advice <laughs> exactly no it was a good advice and yeah so you should definitely live in the moment yeah yeah okay katarina says don't give too much on others opinions yes mm-hmm. we talked about this before yeah. don't don't that. do that here we have a really good one from molens we undervalue our long-term perspective and we overvalue our short-term perspective and mm-hmm. i love that like really that's we so true our long-term perspective. because we, we're always like in the future we're like okay okay yeah you know you know i don't know but you're always like thinking this is kind of like the thing about unrealistic things you're like no it's not it's unrealistic like i'm not gonna do that instead of thinking if you just work towards it like long term it's gonna happen you know Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of how i understand it as well for sure also there's a quote that reminds me of what he says and it's we underestimate what we can do no we overestimate what we can do in five years and underestimate what we can do in 10 okay no guys okay that's probably I'm literally his quote <laughs> just rafael is making it more I'm complicated completely forgetting what, like oh my god anyways so basically we oh my god i wish i had the exact way to explain this because it's so powerful it's but, really powerful but it's just like we think that we can like we think that we can not achieve something but if we were to give it some time mm-hmm. then you would yeah think like it's oh exactly. actually i could uh, have mm-hmm. achieved so much more if i just thought about this long because you think about it so short term i also seen that like a lot of pinterest like especially related to the gym and fitness and it, it's like imagine a year from now if you would have started today mm-hmm. and that's kind of the same you know because you're like, oh, it's so hard. I gotta work so hard. But mm-hmm. you don't, if you just work, put the work in, then it's literally gonna show up so good for you and you're never gonna regret the work that you will do. Yeah. I agree. Okay, Stine. Stine says um, to never force anything. If it's for you, it will somewhat flow. Wow. I think that's very good as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so beautiful. It's just kind of like everything's meant to be. Mm-hmm. You know, don't force it. If it's meant to be, it will happen. I agree. Mm-hmm. I honestly agree. And I think that has shown up a lot in my life. Every Same. time I try to force something, it's almost like you're repelling it away. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then yeah. every time you just let it flow, it comes to you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then do you have another one to say no 
Okay, so I will go here. Um, Burr. Burr. This is an Icelandic name. Can you help me, please? Ah, oh, it's Bertis again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. She says, find yourself before you find your life partner. Oh, yes. This one, this is, I love. I would have 100% had to hear this a long time ago. This yeah. is so true. Yeah. And I think we talked about this a little bit also mm-hmm. in one of the previous podcasts. But I think it's if you find yourself, and mm-hmm. this was in business as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was in the bootstrapping one. We're talking about in business. Mm-hmm. Find yourself before you start a business so then you can oh, do it yeah. like more whole and mm-hmm. authentic yeah. and more passionately. The mm-hmm. same in a partner. If you know yourself, then mm-hmm. you know what you want and you know what you will accept and will accept and mm-hmm. you have you. It's just a much easier. It's yeah. just much easier to find yeah, a partner exactly. when you know yourself. I think I'm also like super happy like about the fact that I, I was literally like... To, like two years single before going into I didn't even date anybody prior to like meeting my boyfriend now and I'm so grateful for that and we actually talk about it both like we ha- were both like single for two years almost before meeting each other and we always both talk about it like we would not have wanted to meet earlier because then probably we wouldn't have been as ready as we are today do you know what yeah. I mean and I... neither of us was looking for a relationship either it just kind of like naturally flowed and both had kind of like found ourselves and what we want and what we don't want and it fits perfectly you know i agree I've so that's a super good point yeah i had the same conversation with my boyfriend like if yeah. you would have met me i don't know a few years ago he would have been like no not ready for you girl <laughs> exactly so I'm like Man, why don't you want me i swear i'm perfect except i don't love myself so yeah it's gonna be challenging but <laughs> No, but that's why it's a super good point. I can totally relate. And then Elizabeth says, don't be so impatient. Think first. Think first. Mm -hmm. Mm, Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Think before you act. Don't be impulsive. Wow. Yeah. Some people need to hear that. That's a really good one as Mm -hmm. well. All right. I'm so happy with this. I don't know. I feel like we went through so much yes. and I got some takeaways. I hope oh, me you too. <laughs> listening got some takeaways as I well. I so as well. It's, like, it's always like, it's good always to hear this important things. Like even though you've already heard them, just a constant reminder, like affirmation basically. So I love yeah. It. Yeah. So great. All right. Okay, guys. Thank you so much Thank for listening. Thank you for tuning in, guys, as always. Don't forget to subscribe. Yes. If you would <laughs> want to have us in your year every Tuesday. Yes. We would very much appreciate it. And just thank you so much for everybody that has been listening. We appreciate you. We see you. Yes, we do. And as always, you can always DM us if you have any pointers or questions. or whatever. Yeah, we're happy to hear from you. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye.